Hey guys, it's Tenny here. Welcome to Tenny Talks, the enthralling podcast for you. Hi guys, you're yeah, welcome to another episode of Tenny Talks. And today is so special because I have with me a good sis of mine, a childhood friend, a sister, what else? <laughs> No, but um, yeah, everything, everything you can think of. Yeah, I think I should just let her introduce herself because if, if I start to introduce her, I'm just going to be too extra and I'm going to say more than I should. So, yeah, Habiba, you have the floor. All right, thank you, Tenny. Hi, everyone. My name is Habiba. As Tenny has already so gracefully introduced, <laughs> I am just a close friend of hers. Then she told she was like, That's sis, please come on podcast. Let's do this. I was like, Girl, I'm down. Like, I was like, come, I'm always hearing your voice, always doing your funny tantalizing, doing funny talk on the podcast. I said, it's a link man, you spice my whole voice then, it's a link man, I'm on So I'm here today, I'm really excited to see how this whole thing turns out and yeah, I'm, like, I'm geared up, like I'm ready to go, like I'm I'm down with this. Like, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> okay guys, so today... We're going to be talking about UK versus Nigeria. <laughs> okay, that's not what we're going to be talking about, but I mean, there's going to be so much comparison between the UK system and the Nigerian system. And I'm sure you're all familiar with this phrase that people use for people that come back into the country December period when they're like, I just got back. They call it the I just got back. I just got back, gang. So it's like I IJGB. Yeah. That's what they are called. So Habiba here falls in that category. She's part of the IJGB gang. So I'm going to ask us a couple of questions. I'm just going to have a fun conversation basically on the UK system and Nigerian system. So I think we should start with the quality of living in the UK, the difference between that and Nigeria, because I mean, you've had mm. a taste of both worlds, so you mm. can tell, and you were there for a couple of years, mm. and you know, yeah. Okay, so I think quality of life definitely different in you know, both countries. With Nigeria, where we are currently, the standard of living is like so low. I mean, the average Nigerian has to worry about the basic necessities of life, yeah, true. Know, food shelter light light you know sh- um, clothing on the back and when they even have children there's even more pressure you know, job opportunities are lacking you know, just to even figure out how to put three square meals on the table is like some kind of sudoku game because <laughs> you have to just do all sorts of stunts just yeah. sort yourself out in that aspect yeah. so i think over in the uk i think an average person can probably live a different a cool okay life yeah, like it's something decent exactly like nothing too crazy when it comes to jobs and everything job aspect personally when i was there i wasn't actually looking to get like a secure job i can't really say much when it comes to finding the job yeah. when it comes to just you know i'm living and yeah like transport food exactly. and all that so food i think you could honestly take like 20 pounds into tesco and sort your way out i mean if you're not being greedy yeah you want to do this you want to do that you want to do that like yeah you can actually come in just search yourself out you can have bread, eggs, you can buy some, some vegetables. There are more varieties. Exactly. Compared to here that once mango is not in season, oh, you can't see. Come on. <laughs> you can't see it until the next season. We don't have proper storage, food storage. And you say, oh, I'm looking for cauliflower or I'm looking for maybe certain herbs. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say, because I wouldn't want to 
to be like, oh, Nigeria has evolved, there's nothing here. Because I personally, even though I've lived here for, you know, the most part of my life, I can't say I've been to every single place. Yeah. So maybe there are actually some places where, you, you know, maybe get in the north, maybe in the east, I don't know. Maybe they have better resources where you can actually find all these things easy. I doubt Maybe well, even okay. other... <laughs> Maybe when I arrived in Lagos, I don't even know, but it's possible. So I don't want to just close. Yeah. I think some people could be listening and could be like, uh-uh, for my own area, no. Yeah, we yeah, have I see all these things yeah. there, like on the irregular. So I don't want to be naive and generalize. say, generalize. understand? But I think over there, like, even, for example, you go to McDonald's and you can search yourself. Like, we carry two pounds there. You can get yourself a meal. Like, yeah. burger with maybe fries and I think drink. the equivalent to that here is Chicken Republic because... Mm. Mm-hmm. You can just get food with like nine hundred mm-hmm. and still get something okay. That's another thing. That's, a, that's another okay. thing. True. <laughs> okay, so, so I think we should move to the cultural shock because yeah. I'm sure there's like a huge difference mm-hmm. in the way of life. There are certain things that you would have seen over there and you're just like ha if I were in Nigeria. <laughs> Exactly, like it is not possible in Nigeria. So can you like just say a few cultural shocks that you've had? So I think one of the first few things when I got there was like religion. Okay. So I'm Muslim and believe in God. I met my first atheist there. Okay. And it was actually so surreal to me because I was just like, yo, like the guy was outside. We had a whole conversation. He was just telling me about how he do and I was just it was like I was looking at it's like I was telling me hearing the voices. I was just, someone was just telling me that unicorns actually exist, and I'm like, even like various religions as well. Because I think here it's usually just Islam or Christianity, Islam or Christianity. Yeah. But over there, you like saw Judaism, you saw Buddhism, oh, wow. you saw Jews, you saw like so many other so many, know, things yes, going on. Yeah. yeah, like that wasn't so. There was that very, and I think my university in particular, we had that um, strong diversity. So you saw so many people from so different aspects of the world, it was, um, Catholics, so many different people. So I think getting to relate with those people, see things like, oh, wow, the world is much bigger than just yeah. these two religions. Yeah. The world is much you know, more than just, oh, I believe in God. There are some that don't, don't even believe. There are some that believe what in a type of way there was Jehovah's Witnesses, you know. I mean I think we have we have, we have, have Jehovah's Witnesses yeah. but yeah but so stuff like that and I think another shock for me was freedom. Okay. Because over there literally you can just yeah your friend can just decide at one name like I just want to pop out like let's just go somewhere. I remember there was a day that my friend and I were in uni and we were just bored. Like I think it was break time or something. And we okay. were trying try to figure out like what to do. Okay. And most times people take trips, like usually to different cities. So <laughs> I was in Essex, so we would go what's it called? So and I was it was so shocking for me because here you have to like proper plan ah. your d- Everything you will not say from not secure. here to there, and you're not saying at any time. Imagine, you, like, imagine me saying, even, I'm bored, I want to leave Lagos and go to Abuja. To, How do you get or it may not be as far as ABJ, but like maybe, for example, maybe uh, Ibadan or you know, it's not something you can just do out of the blue, you wake up or like go. maybe I'm just sitting, I'm, I'm not saying, like, okay, do you know, I want to go to you know, Paja. Yeah. Like my friends are there, and I want to see them there. And just like okay, get everything together. And just you find your dream yeah. route. You so you know, you put your money together on hiring to get things there. Are, things are things that you can just yeah, a train. Yeah, you went out many buses before you get to where you're going. I mean, to. it depends on 
you apart work. from BRT, anyways, I think BRT yeah. is easier. I mean, it, it depends on your location as well because there okay. are some locations that you do actually have to. I mean, there's some trips that I've had to change train lines like four times just to get okay. to my destination. Because but then it's comfortable. Can't you can't compare to the downfall here. Mm, okay, the trains. Yeah. I think they're okay. Okay. They're nothing like crazy about. I mean, when they are full, they might as well be done for us because oh, you have okay. so many people. people okay. Somebody is sweating on you. Somebody is coughing. Somebody yeah. has their hand holding the what's it called really? railing, and you can just perceive some <laughs> some some body fluid, you know. So I think that thing of just freedom and like sort yeah. of um there was room for just being able to make explore um, and go exactly out. exactly people eh. just make like what's that word like when you just make it on the spot kind of decisions, decisions you can say yeah. i have enough money in my account i would I like to see. travel to i think that know. i think that's because of the security like exactly it's over here it's not like certain people might have the money mm-hmm. but when you're thinking of interstate travels you're thinking of it's like I understand. there's so much stress, yeah traffic, security issues that, and all the, that. i mean because i think over there it's helpful that they also have different types of commutes as well you give there's coach there's bus there's train there's um uh, by air there's by water there's normal cars, yeah. you know, so you can find, I mean, if you can say, our traffic isn't working for me, let me take the bus or let me take coach. Sometimes I don't even, if I feel like the tra- maybe the train ride is too expensive or it's too complicated, like I said, after changing yeah. for, I'll just take coach. Okay. So it's literally just like, you know, all these um, travel companies that they organize this kind of like movements, they take you from this place to that so, place, okay. that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> I just thought about that. <laughs> movie oh my god but this old river movie lagos to benin i don't i don't think i've watched it i don't think i've watched it okay so i think we'll move to the education so you know you did your first degree law Mm -hmm. in the uk Mm -hmm. and you're currently in law school Mm -hmm. in nigeria so it's like you've had to school in both (laughs) and i'm sure there is a huge difference <laughs> okay, so first of all, you're about to say a <laughs> First of all, I think the major difference that I can point out was in the UK, they require you to really push yourself. They want you to research. They want you to go out there. If anything, okay. if you believe that the lecturer is even wrong, tell them. They want to know. They want to hear your views. I dare you question the lecturer. Like they want. If you're not asking questions, yeah. if you're not like seeming that you know you want to explore more, you want to know reasons. Yeah, if you're not curious, if you're not curious enough, there's a problem. problem. You need wow. to, you like they literally grade you on interactiveness in the class, like how the kind of questions you're asking, how yeah. interactive. Like that's a priority. Like that's actually in your assessment that like, they grade you. So you can imagine. I remember there was this time I was final year. I was so stressed. I had a lot of pressure. I've had a lot of things going on, and there was this paper I had to write. And I basically did the Nigerian method. I just focused on specific textbooks. Okay. I focused on specific reports by the lecturer himself okay. that he sent to us to assist us. So just as a guide, I did all of that. And yeah. Let's just say, sis, I almost got like a, I got like a third on this paper. Wow. Because he probably thought it was like copy and paste. Like you're like giving him back what and he gave exactly. you. Exactly. And in his report, that was the gist. He was like, wow. you didn't push yourself. Like I was reading and I was just seeing you just put in exactly what was, was it like meanwhile this yeah was, like this, yeah this is what we do because exactly. it's like they'll just dictate give you material this, do this do that, and then 
they want you to pay. pour it back. Exactly. Even I, I've heard of you know I've never really experienced it, but I've heard of situations whereby lecturers will tell you this is not the method I taught you. Mm. Even if you get the answer right, but the fact that you, you didn't did use the method, method, they would actually fail. You know the individual. It's so problematic because huh. it restricts. I don't think they realize that it really restricts the thinking. It does. You're teaching people to think inside the box. Sure. And when you do that, you restrict what level of intellect that this person can get to. That's you make true. them less useful, less valuable. Yeah. And I honestly think that it's a big problem. But I think it over is. there, it they is. Folk, like they. And I think it's you know, and that is one of the things affecting the Nigerian society yeah. because in, once there is poor quality of education, education. Oh my it would tell on the whole society oh, at the society. end of the day. It's you a... see you see certain graduates and oh. you hear them speak and it's like oh. what's going on? Like, it's so bad. And you can't blame them because all they did was copy and paste. Exactly. And they were and you know the sad thing is I mean if we were doing copy and paste mm-hmm. and these people were actually teaching us models that were up to date. Yeah, I mean okay. I can still say okay. But the fact that these are old models, old handbooks mm. from how many years ago, mm. and that's the same thing mm. we are doing copy and paste for. Mm. It's, mm. it's just sad. It's just sad. I think aside from even just the teaching method, I think there was also a proper platform for outreach for students. Okay. So we had websites we had apps that provided specifically for you to have materials from the lecturers. Mm. You can book appointments with your lecturers <laughs> sit down with them and have oh my god <laughs> ha. I'm sure I just replaced some memories since I am like, in like what I, I have mean, been my, before, you know what is making me laugh is that the fact that Unilag is even trying. I mean, my school is one of the best in this country. They're not compared to, so not compared that... to the ones that mm. they are not even up to Unilag standard. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Unilag is not even close to what you are saying. Like, <laughs> I, I, think... I, I don't know what to say again. <laughs> when I got back, I was so it was so difficult for me to transition to... I actually expected, I expected that. Because I was just like, I don't understand, like... Are we just supposed because I had to sort of unlearn that method when I went over there okay. and then learn it again, again when I go back because going there it was difficult. I explained like that paper now, for example, that was me applying Nigerian, Nigerian method, so yeah. I had to really unlearn it. And then you know, I said, oh, They know me in their library, they know me. <laughs> I don't need to, they know me. When you're writing your essays, if you're oh my god, I forgot the word, there's a word for it like the number of resources. Okay. That you use reference. Today. God bless you. Yeah, references. If your references are like seven, four, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah don't be. <laughs> yeah, you're the problem, oh. Wow. And your information is just oh textbooks. No, textbooks, articles, reports, journals, articles, journals. Yeah. Ten, nine. Like they want you to go like read, read, like go give get you mass knowledge. Yeah. So it was really, really good. And then coming back, having like. I could not even apply that method. Like, when I ask questions, it's like, why you are... Uh, what why are you asking like, like this? I mean, I'm like, so why is this like this? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure... The thing is, I feel other than you asking those questions, eh, you know the situation where everybody's even tired, and then somebody wants to ask the question, it's like, like, oh fam, my God, what are you not sweating? Are you not oh tired? God. And you know what? Because, like, you actually saying that now, it just makes me think, like, that just shows you that even students are restricting themselves. Yes. Because we're not even comfortable. Exactly. We're not comfortable. The teaching environment is not comfortable. Like, for a student to even say, 
you wanting to ask a question to enhance your understanding in this thing or make you think outside of the box is a problem and people are booing you for raising up your hand and asking yeah. those questions. That just shows you how problematic this thing really is. Like that students don't even want to push themselves. Like yeah. individuals don't even want to push through those standards. I think for for me Based off my experience, mm. you know, in school, you know, like I said, the environment is not conducive. So now we can be having lectures, maybe there's no light now, mm. everybody's sweating, wow. we're plenty, we're, jump up, we're, we're like almost wow. 200 wow. in the wow. class. Okay, now we're tired, don't forget, lectures, we have lectures like two hours. Mm. So now at the end of the two hours, the lecturer is like, okay, he's about to leave. Mm. And as you, you feel that yes. you want to raise your hand up. Said, Everybody in the class will almost eat you because we're all tired. We're not, we're not trying to say that you know your yeah. question isn't valid, but the fact well, that we all want to leave, we're tired of sitting there. Doing everything. We're not, we're not there. Space isn't even there for. So most times people are always like, you know what? If you want to ask any question, please go and meet the lecturer separately. After, Don't use your yeah, own suit. Hold back. Mm everyone mm. is is that bad mm. and at the end of the day you can't really blame us for having that kind of because like oh, you're yeah. sweaty you're tired oh my God. you just want to leave like you're saying these and i'm having flashbacks because <laughs> when i was in abuja for the power program since ah let's just say i have night i still have nightmares <laughs> like when i talk about it i just i i feel a sense of some, some kind of trauma going on because my lord and my god like I remember some lectures that the heat is like the it's teacher, the, the lecturer is was so drenched in sweat that you know, the students had to just you know like oh sorry please the teacher is borrowing one of those portable fans Fans. because it was like this guy can't in any moment collapse. <laughs> Things. Somebody please give me a fan. Everything it was so, and this thing was going on for weeks. And that it's so sad because this was even in Abuja, the headquarters of the law school itself. Like you can imagine. And it was so bad that I think on like four occasions, students who had um respiratory and uh, respiratory issues had like those episodes of wow. asthma, like they couldn't breathe, they, they had like heat stroke, they had to hmm. exit from the yeah, premises. Yeah, for sure. It was so bad, and then they'll be going on and on and on for three, four hours. And I'm like, you know, the human being, the brain can only retain so much information for a period of time. time. You need to give it that break, not because the students are lazy, they're not they're asking for break. What are you talking about? They're human beings. Of course, you that are teaching, you that are even teaching. Do you yeah. understand? It's just because for you, you're just pouring out information. The information, you yeah. So it's not difficult. These people are retaining this information. Their brains are working, mm-hmm. working, working, working constantly, and then you push them beyond their limits, and then you finally get to a point that you see students sleeping or leaving class, and now being upset. What do you expect? That's just like how you said, the environment you put them in doesn't give them the... It isn't conducive enough for them to want to learn. Yeah. yeah. So... Man, I we need to move on because I'm going to start having a headache from this. Education in Nigeria mm. is... Nah, it's not it. Kobosi. Kobosi. Okay, so let's go to not, fashion. Well. Let's go to fashion. Because okay. Habiba is a stylist. She's a fashion designer. She's everything fashion, really. So let's go to fashion. What do you think are the major differences in fashion in UK and Nigeria and having to adjust to dressing mm. over there and then mm. coming back now, law school and everything, changing mm. your wardrobe and how you dress yeah. and all that, yeah. Okay, so I think initially when I got there, one of the first things I noticed was 
the way that people dress there was highly influenced by the seasons. Okay. So you know over there they have winter, summer, spring, you know, so yeah. all those things affected a lot how they dressed. Okay. So for example during winter time you're seeing more boots, you know, jeans, um former jackets, okay. you know, um jackets with fur, hats, beanies, you know, earmuffs, gloves, stuff like that. So that was what was more in. So you see people dressing and styling with those things like scarves you know maybe during the summer you're seeing like you know day dresses you're seeing like bum shorts Mm -hmm. so i think to an extent there's also a certain type of dressing with this sort of generation i think one very very common type of dressing out there like skinny jeans and a blouse so maybe like a tucked in blouse or just like a basic blouse but i think that's a very very common trend i saw and then like sneakers or something that was very very common yeah sandals we wear exactly sandals because over here exactly there's nothing really there's no season it's just heat so the only thing you're focused on (laughs) the only thing you're focused on no you did not just say that it's just (laughs) heat (laughs) it's not even summer it's just heat that is all the sun is just Oh my Burning. god. That is oh everything god. happening here. Nothing else is going on. It is okay, there is rainy season sometimes, but aside from that, it's just <laughs> that's just all. So the only thing I focus on is what can I wear that I'm comfortable with yeah. weather. Okay. I and obviously I'll look good as well, but the weather is the main factor. So I think that was one thing I noticed and obviously I was over there I had to adjust when I was over there over obviously there. coming Come back, back I, I don't we wear winter, winter jackets in heat <laughs> I don't think it was too difficult for me I mean maybe the first few weeks I still yeah. was used to wearing but eventually it wasn't like so difficult for me to sort myself yes, out yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was okay so this, this was fun I, we've come to the end of the episode I just want to keep talking and going on and on <laughs> I'm sure that the listeners, like, yeah, are chilling, yeah, enjoying, and you're probably munching on a snack right now <laughs> and just enjoying the whole conversation. So, I would leave Habiba's social media handles on the Instagram page and Twitter page and everywhere, basically. I'm probably in the description of the podcast also. So, do follow her. So, her so. <laughs> <laughs> So do follow her and <laughs> show her some love and you would find so many style inspiration. Trust me, she's really good, really good. I'm sure if you are my friend and you've probably come across her page or something, I don't know. But yeah, and also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, comment and leave your reviews. Like I said last week, you guys should please, you keep coming to my DMs to like say, okay, what you thought. And anyway, I would really appreciate you putting it out there so that other people can read them and okay know that okay this is it like this is what the podcast is about and this is why you listen to it and they can want to check it out but if you keep coming to my whatsapp how do other people you know see it at the end of the day you know why community don't forget that and yeah subscribe to my mailing list also because i mean it's fun you can ask people that are subscribed they know how they know how we do so yeah (laughs) so i guess yeah that's it for today for this episode and i'll see you in the next one bye